Welcome back to In the Trenches podcast, a podcast by youth pastors for youth pastors. In today's episode, Gary, Elliot, and Charlie are sitting down with each other talking about the new year. Happy New Year. That is right, guys. It is another episode of In the Trenches podcast, a podcast by youth pastors for youth pastors. We haven't done one of these episodes in a long time where it's just us three. And I'm I'm don't even know what to do with myself. Oh jeez. Right yeah. Man. Charlie, why don't you tell us a fun, <laughs> crazy story about youth ministry? Is that how I sound? Is <laughs> no. that what you mean? This is how you sound. Yeah, I wanna hear a crazy youth ministry story. See how you answer this. Did you guys all have a good Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's so good. Is I got what was your favorite gift you guys got? <laughs> favorite gift? Um what did I what did I get? I don't even know what I got. Um, oh, I got a ticket to go to England. That was my Christmas gift. Wow. Yeah. Hello, love. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's Charlie's going to England to try and take it over. He said, <laughs> it's not enough for U.S. to be free. We need to free you guys, too. Yes, that'll be us. That's one of the big things happening this year for um, in the trenches is we're going on the road. Yeah, we are going. Man, that'd be sick to like just film a documentary. Going on the International road. trenches. Don't know how many people would listen or watch it. But Probably the same amount that listen already. <laughs> so we'll be going into England and uh, have a couple, uh, couple podcasts from there. Yeah, that'd be cool. British blokes. Still need to figure out how we're going to record those, but we're going to make it happen. Just on our phone, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they have technology over there. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember, and now we're going down memory lane, when we tried to record these on Zoom and we had Paul oh, yeah. read on that, that yeah. was rough. And that episode never I don't think it did. happened. I, one of them, we I, we posted one and I was like, oh, this is this is. It not was working. a stinker. Yeah, it was. But Ellie, what was your favorite Christmas gift? Uh, just being with family, you know. Wow, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but guys, we hope you guys did have a great Christmas and you guys are ready for the new year. Uh, we just wanted to come on here and this is should be January 3rd um, that we're going to be releasing this episode. And we just want to talk about the new year, talk about um, some things that are happening within the SoCal. Did you, did you make any new year resolutions? Did I make any new year resolutions? Yeah. Um, no, I'm not a big believer in new year's resolutions. Why? Because it's like if you want to change, just do it now. Like, I think don't wait. I think both of those takes are equally as like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Listen, like the people who are like all about New Year's resolutions yeah. is kind of lame. But also people who are like, I just don't do resolutions. I'll just change in the middle of the year. It's like I always hated them. Though. Like I don't have a gym membership anymore. We have a home gym. Yeah. But before that, oh, the dude. gyms were always so crowded 100%. January, February, and then they go back to normal. That's, yeah. That is true. That people is people are just failures. Really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> New Year's resolutions are fun, though, bro. Don't What's be yours? that guy. What's yours, then? Mine is always uh, to read more books. The Bible? Yeah, of course. Read the Bible every day. We're doing a one-year Bible plan. Yep. Nice. And uh, I'm excited because there's like a Bible that we have for it. So I think the one year Bible. Yep. Think I'll stick with it. And then um, you think I'd like to read a book a month. That's kind of my goal. That's a that's a good goal. But I don't know. That's always my goal. And then I start and then I'm on the same book in March that I was supposed to already finish. And then I get like (laughs) sad and upset at myself. And then I don't even finish that book. I have a hundred books on my bookshelf that I've started. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, same. Same. Yeah. 
that's an ongoing joke when people walk into my office that work with me. Like I have this shelf that looks like I read a lot, but they know that 80% of those books are not finished. Yeah. And they're all about the Civil War. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm going to share this, but the very (laughs) first Bible I ever got, um, I went with this girl that I thought was cute. We were like, oh, she's going to go. We're going to go buy a Bible together. I went to the Berean bookstore, the Bible store that was in Riverside. And (laughs) when I went there, I didn't understand the difference between the different translations at the time. Uh But there was the one that's in English. There was this one that was an American Patriot Bible. Uh, and you got it? <laughs> and I got it. No. Way. And I got it. But the funny fact is What is the American <laughs> what does how does that even read? The, For God so loved America <laughs> that he gave his only begotten son. So what it did was it gave it was just like it was the New King James Version. Again, I didn't understand the different translations. And it just had historical facts of presidencies and <laughs> stuff like that. And I was like, dude, I love history. Like, this would be great. Uh-huh. Until I started reading it for our internship. And I was like, dude, I don't understand a thing that's in this. Like, this translation just got me so, so lost. I can't believe you bought the American Patriot version. The other thing, too, was it was cheap. It was, like, on sale. Gary's, like, holding his tongue right now because oh, he, no. he has jokes. Do you guys remember, Gary, you <laughs> definitely have one of these in your office. Uh, like, the Jesus book. Like it like was the children's book. No, no, no. The Hawaiian pigeon mm. translation oh, of the Bible. I've seen it. I don't have you one. You didn't get one. No, I feel, but I, I feel like in SoCal, like surf culture, that was like the thing in 2005 or yeah. whatever. Like cause I've I, seen it. I've read it. The youth pastor, one of the youth pastors at La Palma, the, the one that you're probably thinking of, like he had it uh, and, uh, and he would read from it because he kind of knew how to to speak pigeon but it's super interesting have you ever heard of it yeah that yeah. jesus book it's that that i'm just surprised we should have a full episode where charlie just tries to read from that <laughs> and it'll just be so let's go howley yeah <laughs> racist probably no, what just hearing you read that will just sound hateful hateful got it yeah um but yeah no we want to talk about uh for those that are listening trying to figure out what this podcast is about at least this episode we want to talk about the new year we want to talk Mm. about um some things that are happening within the socal students and kind of the events to start planning for and start getting ready for if you are part of the socal network and then also just the basics of the new year like how can we continue um the momentum that we've had from the 2022 year to 2023 um want to talk about budget because i think i know for me personally like this is one that i think a lot of us are struggling with because as we get ready for the new year some of us some of our budgets probably have gotten cut i know for me in our church we are kind of getting ready not like doomsday preparation but getting ready for if the economy does crash getting ready for that having um, is it supposed to Char- that's what Listen, they're saying. Charlie's always preparing for <laughs> the government's downfall. And like he's like, at our church. So today's episode, obviously, we're all thinking about stockpiling on <laughs> canned goods and guns. So today, they're reading out of the Patriot Bible. So, how many? <laughs> so, my question how much ammo do you have stockpiled? Because it's not enough. How much do you have? <laughs> None. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At fifty rounds. I can I can joke. <laughs> listen, I can joke about Charlie all day long. If something does pop off, <laughs> he is the person I'm calling. About. <laughs> hey, hey, bud. <laughs> uh, just like a peek into my parents' house as a kid growing up. Every one of my friends that would come over, that's exactly what they would say. Is like, if something did happen, this is the first place we're going. Was my parents' house. Yeah. So just how how many? Oh, yeah. we can't stay. This is like a public podcast, so we probably can't stay. Yeah. 
just yeah, let's not. Let's There's not a lot of it's just a, just a lot of stuff. Firepower. Yes, a lot of stuff. One thing that my dad always told me was, if our house ever caught on fire, just run. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that that was my childhood. Oh, hey, listen, up. before we get serious too, here's something. Um, obviously, if the listeners haven't caught on, we aren't recording this after the new year. No. Um, Wait, so you lied about your Christmas gift? I didn't. I said my favorite gift was my family. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, the question I have, who do we think wins Youth Pastor Fantasy Football? Because this, this, it'll be done by then, by be. this. Bro, there's no way Brett's So I'll say, I'll say clearly and definitively, J.J. Castillo does <laughs> not win. I don't even <laughs> think – and I know you listen to this, J.J. I'm sure Joey Leal's not going to win, but Joey's put up a good fight for someone who's he, never played before. Eighth place? He came, yeah. he came in clutch towards the end of the year where I'm like, wow, you're – putting up some numbers same thing with Corey. like Corey out of nowhere here's what's annoying Corey didn't yeah even care and then currently when this is being recorded i'm about to play him in the quarterfinals and it looks like a close match yeah, but what i've said all along just make the playoffs anything can 100%, happen in the playoffs. yeah all you got to do is make the playoffs yeah. unless you're jj then it doesn't even matter that you made the playoffs <laughs> who's here. playing jj this week i don't know i don't know either oh man i haven't even looked i think I you played, are i played I'm, trent yeah, so. you're playing. That's an easy dub. You're playing. Uh, <laughs> now I'm gonna lose. You're playing JJ. I'm playing um, Corey. Corey was one that Joey's I was like, going against I Brett. Yeah, I did not want to play Corey. This is the one time I'm rooting for Brett. <laughs> He's going against Joey. <laughs> but I, I honestly don't think anyone's gonna beat Brett. I don't know. It just takes. I think you could, bro. Like I don't know. I'm pulling for Joey just to upset him, and then we don't have to deal with him anymore the rest of the playoffs. Uh, but yeah. I, that's fair. But. I, do we? Do you want the chance that Joey wins Youth Passer Fantasy, dear Lord? I'm just wondering. I don't want to live in that last right now. Joey, is it Tony? Oh, it's Tony. Yeah, yeah Tony's Tony wearing the shirt. Tony lost. Oh, Landon. Yes. Landon didn't set his lineup all year. That's the worst. <laughs> Tony got last place, and Landon didn't even try, and he beat Tony. <laughs> You're yeah. coming to. It'll be coming worth coming to Youth Convention just to see Tony on Friday night. Anyway, so <laughs> my guess is I think Charlie could win all of it. So we'll see what happens. I do have a good chance this year. I'm that's not gonna, my. That's I know guess. who I'm pulling for. Who? Me, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I felt that. Oh man. But JJ doesn't make it past the first round. Let me state this. Oh, bro, you're gonna jinx me. I know. I don't know, but if I'm right, then it's like prophetic. The if I'm wrong, then it's pathetic. I just need Jalen Hurts not to get Jalen hurt. <laughs> Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. No, I just don't need them to bench him as they make the playoffs. I Listen, I feel like we've pushed it. this fantasy as far as we can. We should probably talk about something else. There's already people like what they've the already heck, checked bro? out. They yeah, already turned fair. off. Yeah, but True. hey, if you are still listening, let's talk about the new year. Mm. Um, first off, is there any crazy things you guys got going on for the new year, just personally and in ministry? Yeah, going to England. Mm. Anything else? Going to Branson. Brian, <laughs> less crazy. Elliot and I, our travel schedule in January and February is insane. In yeah. February, both of us are out of California more than we're in California, which is just wild. Yeah, yeah. So, where, where else are you going besides England? We have two different things in Missouri. <laughs> we might be going to Pennsylvania in January. Oh yeah, true. That's fun. But if you are looking for any hosts for any events or just uh, you can book us. Want to bring us out to do your youth pastors thing for all of our out of state listeners? Yeah, that's what you guys are going to do. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. 
No, actually, it's for in the trenches podcast. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> they said they only wanted us. Yeah, they said the other guy he can stay back. They were like, even for Missouri, he seems a little bit too <laughs> conservative. <laughs> we we're like, wow. Oh man, um, but yeah, no. Let's uh, let's actually get serious now, and let's talk mm-hmm. about um, some New Year's youth ministry kind of just tips and tricks. I guess we can call this. Um, as you guys, Gary and Ellie, as you guys got ready for like the new year, and I know, um, Gary, the way you've always laid out the year as the new year for the school, or the new year for youth ministry was when um, summer st- or summer ended and the new school year started. But as the new year does come um, come around, what were some things that you guys would do um, that might look a little bit different? Um, maybe it's some things you've changed as the new year started for youth ministry. Yeah, I was always big on flowing with the time of year. And so, you know, just like in February, we Valentine's, so we talk about dating or any of those things and um, back to school in September. January for me was kind of a relaunch, a do-over, a restart kind of thing just because of the idea of um, New Year's resolutions. And I think there's multiple times where we just kind of tied in the idea of, you know, you get a do-over here. No matter what the end of the year looked like, you have a fresh start, like, to really focus on what God's going to do this year in your life and um, going into January. So something to kind of build up momentum. Um, there's times when, you know, because you're off for a couple of weeks, you see momentum shift. So we yeah. would do things like winter wars, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of a, a smaller version of our summer wars just to kind of get momentum back again. And You would do that in January? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's super cool. Did you guys ever, so did, I know it's probably just dependent on the year. Did you guys take two weeks off or three weeks off in between Christmas and New Year's? Always two for us. Two. Did you ever do anything in between those, or were you just like, that's just clean we slate? Tr- we, we would take two usually, and then we tried once or twice to do like a takeover or something like that. But like, I don't know. I, I felt, especially with the holidays, especially Christmas week. Christmas week's especially tough. If you're going to get away with it, you could probably do it that New Year's mm-hmm. week uh, just because people don't care about that as much. But it was always harder for us, like me personally, because my dad's birthday falls on uh, the 28th, which is like right in. So it was always we'd try like little, hey, we're all going to be here or stuff like that. But yeah. I think it's important to take a break and, and give your leaders a break, too. Yeah. Um, especially if you're a single youth pastor and, you know, it's easier to do this. But it is a good time because the students are off to maybe um, handpick a few students, take them to lunch, yeah, go to a good. movie, you know, do something like that. But um, I think it's like it's so important because we never take a break any other time of the year. We would always take a break in August for one week right before school started. But other than that, we wouldn't really break a whole lot. And so yeah. Christmas break is a good time, um, especially considering our last podcast, that it, you know you need to, to, yeah. to mm-hmm. unplug for a little bit. Yeah, just rest. Yeah, that's huge. That's super huge. Um, that's super huge. <laughs> I was gonna let it. I was gonna. I was gonna like let it go, but then you paused for too long, and I had to. <laughs> I was running everything through my mind because I was like, as soon yeah, as I said huge. that, I was like, Elliot's gonna Patriot say Bible. that's something. super huge. <laughs> I know for us, taking a break um, during Christmas is huge. <laughs> for us, what we would do is we would um. And we just started doing this a few years ago was we would do a broom ball event. And, yeah, um, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it, but it was huge. And I was like, I said it again. It was um, huge. Broom ball is huge. It was big. And, um, again, it goes back to your context, though, understanding your guys' culture and understanding where you yeah, guys are at. Yeah, I think if it's something that can work and is like uh, – here's my biggest thing. is if Don't let it be more trouble than it's worth. Yes, you know, exactly. like if it can be an easy win and y- you have the time for it and the leaders are invested in it, 
then that's worth doing. But what I found is like I would try these takeovers because I felt like, well, we have to. And it was literally usually like just me and some leaders. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know, we could be with our family right now. Yeah. Uh, so I think you, you weigh that stuff out. Yeah. Is like, And it goes back to what we talked about. It, it's a good time to make sure your family understands they're the priority. It's a yeah, holiday. You know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, next thing that I, I do want to kind of dive into and talk about, um, and we said it already, is talking about the, the calendar for the SoCal AG um, youth pastors and, and students and going over what to expect. And so, like I said, if you are a part of the SoCal network, um, get your calendar out. Let, let's go over this. Um, one of the biggest things that I knew as a youth pastor, someone told me as a youth pastor is making sure you have a calendar. If you don't have a calendar, make sure to get one. Um, know that things are coming up. Know that these uh, events are around the corner and it just kind of helps you plan out the entire um, year. So I think the first event we have coming up is the, the called event, right? Yeah. The called conference is happening January 14th and I cannot, um, just push youth pastors enough to bring some students to this event. You have students in your youth ministry who are key leaders, who either you, who already have told you they feel called to ministry or you see that calling in their life. Um, bring them to this event. It's $25, but it's going to be a, a great event that's going to just give them some real... You want to talk about having some momentum going into the new year. Yeah, come on. This will do that. This will give you some incredible momentum with your key students going into the new year. This is not something you bring your entire youth group to. Yeah. This is something you bring four or five students to yeah. um, that you see that in, and, and it gives you such a great time to pour into them, the drive there, the drive home, 100%. the event itself. You are going to you have um, some serious momentum by going to this and spending and pouring that time into these students. And it's at Vanguard University. It's going to be a cool event. Yeah. And, and even as you're listening to this, um, January 3rd, it is not too late to come to this event. Not like, at all. Yeah. Uh, and, and for real, you may have been like, oh, we can't we can't do it. I can't bring everybody. Th who's that one student that 100%. you're like, I see something in them. I'm going to speak this into them and I'm going to bring, I'm going to pay for them to come. It is worth that. Like yeah. that, that is, th this isn't a type of event we're trying to do just to get a bunch of students there. We want to be invested in the future of the church. And, uh, I'm so stoked that we're doing this. I believe in it. I, I are, uh, like SoCal AG leadership team. They believe in it as well. So please, please, even if you're listening to this and you're like, well, we were planning on just not going, Bring a kid, bring yeah. bring one student with you and yeah. watch what God does in your ministry. It's funny because I think if, if I was in youth ministry, really my senior year when I was in youth ministry, it's like I wish there were these type of events. Yeah. As you already know, you're called. You already know that this is what you want to do. Um, that I had that youth pastor to be able to take me to these type of events. And like, it's going to be huge. These are those moments too, with those students that they can sit back and remember those times. They can remember the summer camps. They can remember the youth conventions, but having these moments where they're being poured into as the future youth pastor, or future worship leader, or whatever they want to um, dive into is going to be a big yeah. one. And what I love is, is like, it's not just an event called launches into, I mean, since we're speaking about the calendar next year or this year, we're doing the called initiative. Uh, so for the juniors and seniors that come to the event, they get an opportunity in February. I could give the dates. February 18th is going to be one of them. Um, April 22nd and then uh, June 17th are going to be opportunities to come to the network office uh, in Irvine and to have a school of ministry class, three separate classes that are actual school of ministry classes, actual credit, um, 
that they can take these and literally be pursuing their minister credentials uh, as a junior and a senior. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's exciting, and you know, one of the things that we're trying to create is a real rhythm to uh, every single year. Mm-hmm. And you know, if we're looking at a year from January to December, this is the beginning of that rhythm. You know, yeah. and so it's why it's important and why we've put it out there so much for youth pastors to do this. And again, I know there's going to be youth pastors out there that think they're too busy or they can't or I won't have enough kids. But again, that's that's the idea with this. You're not supposed to bring all your kids and make the time to do this. Like yeah. it is too important. Um, we have, uh, a f- we need to future pastors. We need to start yeah. building them and pouring into them. And um, why wait a whole nother year for one of your students to begin that, that process? Listen, yeah. also, I'll just say this. I've, I've kind of like taken shots at JJ for fantasy, but mm-hmm. I do love him as a youth pastor. Yeah. And he is all the way out in Fresno, one of the furthest churches that we have to to attend events but one thing that i love about him and his team is uh they are invested in in what's happening and they want to be a part of it and so if jj can bring kids from fresno 100 you you can bring some kids from wherever you're at yeah you know yeah i think and i think too like i got to share this at uh, i'm a part of the region eight for the network and um i got to share this at a christmas event and i just like sharing that and sharing the heart behind this called event you can see it in the senior pastors that are in that room like they they know that this is big and so if you haven't as a youth pastor talk to your senior pastor about this i encourage you talk to them about it bring yeah. them yes yeah, because this is more than i don't want to spend all our time just talking about call but it's it is it's coming huge. up but this is more than just um an event that yeah. we're doing that's different this is us as pastors seeing an area of need and rather than just like putting our hands up and being like oh well i don't know what's going to happen like this is us addressing the future of the church investing in future pastors now um and so like i really do think the fruit of this we're going to see some immediate fruit to this but really we're going to really we won't even scratch the surface for like 5 10 15 years from now where we're going to see kids leading churches who are yeah. like I went through the called initiative and now I'm leading or planting a church. You know, yeah, that's the cool part about this. 100%. And, and uh, with this event too, you guys, again, it's not too late to be a part of it, but also it's not too late to be a part of it. It's not just a Saturday event with your students. You have an opportunity to bring your lead pastor to a dinner on Friday night if mm-hmm. you're able to do it whether that's investing in a couple hotel rooms, whatever you need to do. Uh, we have a dinner that's going to be um, hosted by Convoy of Hope. And, and at that dinner, Pastor Rich, our leader, and also Rick DeBose, who's the assistant superintendent uh, nationally, are both going to be there really encouraging your pastors on why they need to get behind called students. And so, man, talk about a win for your student ministry, just yes. getting them there and being your lead pastor, being encouraged by other leaders yeah. to, to, to get behind this. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big one. And just a side note, what Going back to JJ, um, I'm telling you guys now on the podcast. I told JJ we would go out and hang out with him. Oh, I love because he was like, "Oh no, out with JJ. yeah." He was like, "Oh no, they said they want to come down here." I'm like, "We need to record like a podcast with that Ooh, guy." You're talking about an in the trenches, an in the trenches, in the Fresno, in the Fresno. Fresno is the that, trenches, that's bro. The trench. That's true. <laughs> bro, I'll go to Fresno because Fresno is right next to Hanford, and Hanford is the best ice cream in the Superior world. Superior so. dairy, really? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Bro, interesting. Don't have to twist my arm. All right, we'll make that trip. Okay. We will make that trip happen. JJ, if you're listening, we're coming to you. Um, 
But I think the next event that we have coming up after the called event is our um, youth convention, right? Yes. Yeah. Can I just say this too before we get into youth convention? Is as we're leading up to youth convention, and uh, and I can I can speak for Elliot. I can't speak for Charlie, but I think I can. Uh, man, we would love to come to your youth groups um, before youth convention. Yeah. We have some free youth conventions to give away. What? So invite us. You know, the, invite the the podcast team, whoever. Uh, we'll come to your youth group. We'll have some fun. We'll do some giveaways. Uh, we'll speak if you want to, but we'll give away some youth conventions. And I'm not talking about just one of us. We'll all three come if we're yeah. able to and just yeah. be there to hang with you and hang with your kids. So keep that in mind as you're promoting youth convention. Get a hold of us. We'll, we'll come to you. Yeah, we'd yeah. love to. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, let's talk about youth convention. Yeah, youth really convention quick. is uh, April 28th through the 30th. We actually have three days this year. Uh, last Ooh. year we had to kind of adjust, but we're back to friday saturday and sunday yeah, yeah. um and i'm excited i'll let gary kind of talk about the speaker lineup that we got yeah we've got a great lineup you guys um we have uh, someone that we've been trying for years to get his name his name is pastor glenn barrett he is not only the lead pastor of audacious church which you've heard uh, from Paul Reed, but he is also the the leader of the Assemblies of God movement in the United Kingdom. He's the superintendent there, but he is one of the most phenomenal communicators and speakers, and he's going to be um, opening up Friday night, um, Saturday morning. Paul Reed is coming with him, so we have this British invasion thing happening. <laughs> Saturday night is going to be Reggie Dabbs come after on, last man. year. We're bringing Dude. Reggie back. And then Pastor Glenn is going to come back on Sunday and wrap us up. And I promise you, Friday night, um, not only do Elliot and I have a special plan for the opening, but Friday night as a whole is going to be one of the most incredible nights of youth convention in the history of SoCal Network wow. because of what we're doing. It's going to be basically, um, we're inviting other pastors to be there because we're going to be passing the baton to the next generation. Yeah. The baton of ministry, the baton of serving the baton of giving um, and then we're going to be you know commissioning this next generation yeah. do not miss friday night youth convention yeah. pastors gonna it's going to be incredible um that's going to be big. i know we said and and then obviously um socal worship collective will be with us again and they're phenomenal mm -hmm. I, I feel like we say this at all of our events and stuff but it's like this is the best yeah. speaking yeah. lineup we've ever had but I, w it really is like our our lineup just keeps continuing to yeah. be phenomenal i believe we could sell this convention out we're only can hold about 2500 oh easily and, and i think we could we could hit that so don't wait to register yeah. don't wait to, yeah. to get into this and, and that's kind of why we're doing this episode and, and even at some of our other events have been really really trying to uh just keep all of this stuff um on your radar and give you those dates because yeah, you do not want to miss youth convention and the potential of it selling out. That's uh, yeah, I love that. But that's kind of yeah. And can I just yeah. encourage you guys too that if you can, um, you know, jump in early to youth convention, mm -hmm. start planning early because I, we've heard some of you say I can't do camp at convention because conventions in April, camps in July. You can yeah. just start planning youth convention. Like make your money do in 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 March yeah. and yeah. even late February. That way you have plenty of time between when the money's due for convention and when the money's due for camp. That's all yeah. you have to do. Also, a huge motto that I got into as a youth pastor, because I, I get the thinking of like, oh, man, it's just too much and blah, blah, blah. If you're organized and you plan well, you can do it. But then really a tagline for me just became some is better than none. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, if I make this event available to my students and not the whole group goes, but five do. I want to honor those five that want to go to youth convention yeah. and I will bring them. And there's benefits to having less students go, you know, like uh, less rooms that you have to book, 100%. less leaders that you have to go. But you honor. I, I just don't like the idea of taking something fully away 
Because what if there is one of those students who goes that you, my wife was saved at youth yeah. convention? Like yeah. you don't know what might happen there. Yeah. Um, and so you can do you can bring your whole group yeah, to yeah. everything. But there was some time is better than none. There was time, you know, especially when I first started that I'd bring one room of girls and one room of boys. Yeah. And we'd have, you know, six to eight students that went to youth yeah. convention. But it was worth taking the time to do that. And those That's are awesome. some of the most fun events that you'll ever do because yeah. you get you get to connect with ev- you could pray for every student that goes like uh so anyways, yeah, yeah youth convention is going to be incredible. And I just even to add on to that, because like what you're saying, some is better than um, than none. none. Um, I and I felt I felt I fell into this early on in youth ministry as the pastor. Um, I wanted to be the group that brought one of the biggest groups. Yeah, and it's like and so, that's so a real stupid. like early youth pastor thinking because I was yeah. the same way. Like I want to first of all, I want to bring more than the guy before me ever yeah. brought, yeah. and then I want to have the biggest group here. Like I yeah. want, and and it's just I think the longer you're in youth ministry, the more you realize is like. I want to bring my group, like yes. regardless of the size, like, yeah. and if I bring a, a big group, that's great. Like, mm-hmm. but if I bring a smaller group, that's also a benefit, you yeah. know? Um, and, and that's what I like about youth conventions. We're all there together. It, it just, here's the thing too. And I know we've said this, but we have a rhythm and, and we don't do events for events sake. Uh, we've really worked hard as a team to, focus in what we're doing why we're doing it Mm -hmm. because we know that you have a full calendar throughout the year as well um it's good so april we have our event but then we're not doing stuff every single month the next event that we have is in july for uh summer camp yeah now this i think to me personally this is one of the best speaking lineups we've ever had at summer camp and again it goes back to that idea of like it's great i i agree youth convention is Kill. I think people don't know Glenn Barrett, so yeah. it's like they're like, "Oh, cool." But I'm telling you, once you hear Pastor Glenn, it's gonna. It's like Reggie Dabs, you know. So yeah, uh, exactly. Anyways, summer camp P1. We have five camps again. P1 is uh, July 14th through the 17th. P2 July 17th through the 20th. P3 July 21st through the 24th. P4 July 24th through the 27th. And P5, July 27th through the 30th. Yes. And the speaking Dallas's one. birthday. It is Dallas's birthday. It's the end birthday. of summer camp. Um, yeah. yeah Elliot so, did not think that one through. Listen, uh, the speaking <laughs> lineup is phenomenal. Uh, P1 and 2 is, I believe, Reggie Dabs. 100%. Yeah. Reggie Dabs is our speaker for the first two camps. So I'm telling you, crazy. Uh, P3. Elijah Lamb, bro. Uh, yeah, that's going to be that's why. Be awesome why too. are there so many junior high girls signed up for <laughs> the third week of camp? Uh, it's like, wait, didn't your church go to P1? Yeah, but I, yeah, go I just here. wanted to. I love attending multiple <laughs> churches. Um, and then P4 mm. and 5 is John Zick, who uh, if you're coming to the called initiative, you'll know if you were at the first SoCal Youth Alive rally, you'll know. Um, but he is the leader of called nationally, a great friend of ours and yeah. just an incredible speaker. He does camps and conventions all over. Uh, that's going to be so good. I mean, that's, I love that about our camps that it's just like, there isn't one that's worse to go to. Like no, they all are going to be so great. Yeah. Uh, also for the youth pastors out there, if you guys have, um, 
a, a youth leader that is interested in ministry, going back to called and stuff like that, but they're out of high school and they're interested in serving in uh, like youth being ministry. a camp captain. Yeah, I'd encourage you reach out to me. I know yeah. this is like a shameless plug, but reach out to me. Um, last year we had camp captains that every single one of them wanted to be in full-time ministry and i thought it was so huge for them to be able to get that experience and if you have one of those leaders in your group that is striving to be the next youth pastor or worship leader whatever that looks like hit me up let me know we would love to have them be a part of the team this summer camp year yeah no of of course that is such a huge part of what we do um and and that's i think that's the cool thing charlie um is and gary who's definitely still in the room um (laughs) the cool thing is that all of these things kind of flow into one another. Yeah. Youth alive and called and um, even camps with captains and, and, and even figuring out ways to continue that with youth convention, having mm-hmm. these connection points. Because I, I think we finally found that now more than ever. I'm seeing captains hanging out with each other yeah. and going to different youth ministries. Like, I just love that, um, that we have that, that it's more than just these. The, the events are not um, in this sort of, they, they don't stay yeah. just where they're at. It, yeah. it kind of bleeds into the community of what we have going on. Um, That's the beautiful part, too, just about the SoCal Network and, mm-hmm. and just being a part of a, of a group is to be able to see those connections. And it's already happening with our leaders and thinking of just like camp, for, for instance. But then those times that we get to hang out at those youth pastor meetups at summer camp um, every night, one of the um, one of the camps at every camp, I should say, we have that one night where all the youth pastors get together and we get yeah. to connect. And there's friendships that I've built from those nights that i still have to this day and yeah. they're just so huge so really lean into that yep um and then so after summer camp is over it's the start of the school year which definitely means we're going to be having our youth alive rally uh that will be september 30th mm-hmm. i know that that is uh, a bit later that's sort of because there's other um, yeah. uh, ag events that are happening um but September 30th is when we are having our Youth Alive rally, and it's going to be in Norco, baby. Come on. Yeehaw. See, as everyone makes fun of Norco as much as they do, they are now coming to Norco for this. Listen, the, the cool part it's a too, great facility, a great church, yeah. and we're definitely leaning in hard to the country theme oh, of Norco. Yeah. So all our merch and everything, it's going to be great. And the cool part too, for you guys that are out there, Norco really, in my opinion, Norco is really kind of like the middle ground for really the SoCal network. It's, yeah, it's a good, it, that was a part of the decision yeah. making too, is we wanted to uh, not only, I mean, Youth Alive Rally has outgrown the venue that it was mm-hmm. at each year. So Norco gives us a bit more space, but that was a part of the decision making as well. Those people coming from the south and from the north, uh, yeah. it's a little bit, it's about an hour less than yeah. it would be coming to Orange County. So, uh, yeah, we're thinking of everybody. Do we have speakers for that yet or no? Not that I can state. We're in Ooh, the work okay. works of it, but uh, it's going to be great. It's yeah. going to be phenomenal. Um, and then we don't have the set date yet for the Youth Pastors Refresher, but that will be how we finish the year up. That's Again, and that's that's our calendar. I know that there's so many things involved in your calendar, youth pastors, uh, and and definitely plan that. But please plan these events into yes. what you're doing. Yes. Not not for our sake. We don't do these because we you know just want you guys to be there. Um, Even though I, I want you to be, there. I do. I want to see <laughs> all of you. But it is an, a great benefit to all of our ministries, and each of these events serve a purpose. Yeah, and that's one thing. And Elliot and I have talked about this many times. Is like. 
the SoCal network takes the stress off of planning your own camp. Yeah, dude. It's like I've seen youth or pastors. a convention. Imagine Bro. planning a convention. Bro, um, I could. I just like it hurts my brain to think of like trying to do all of that. It's yeah. like, and and the other thing too is, and not not to get into too much of the money, but it's like it's cheaper than doing your own camp for the price point. I, I do agree. Um, and so again, we're not just trying to like. <laughs> be salesmen of our events, but we would love for you to be there. That's sort of a, a look at the calendar for 2023. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a great year. I, I'm excited for this next year. Um, one thing, though, before um, we do kind of come to the tail end of this episode, and this is like a, we were talking about, it's a different episode, but, hey, um, I, it's just the new year. And um, one thing that's been on my heart, and I was talking to Elliot about this, is I have a feeling that, and Elliot feels this way too, that a lot of youth groups and a lot of churches, as they get ready for the 2023 year, their budgets have cut. And um, as we get ready to plan. And we just want to say, that sucks. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, what I, a bummer. Yeah, that would just imagine. All right. See you guys next year. <laughs> see you later. Um, no, but because uh, I know for me, at our church, like we, our youth ministry budget got cut in half. And so there's a lot of things hey, now. They yeah. did the magic trick on they you. Did, they they did. sawed that bad boy in half. Yeah. And, <laughs> and made um, it disappear. What's funny, though, is. They abracadabra'd um, you, bro. <laughs> Um, one of the things that I, I find that it's so, um, I, I find interesting is like, I'm excited for the budget cut and I know it might be a little weird for some of you guys out there. Like you're excited for a budget cut or like, what are you talking about? And the reason why I'm excited for this budget cut is, is I, I remember this is I'm a, I'm a, I love capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, it, it's more so because like, I remember when I first started in, in junior high ministry as the youth pastor, our budget every month was, um, it was roughly about $300 is what we had, which is a good budget. Like it wasn't bad at all. Uh, but I did the math on that. We ran two services. So split that in half to 150, 150. We had, we ran anywhere from a Wednesday night to about 50 to 70 students on a Wednesday night of junior high kids. And then Sunday mornings, we ran anywhere from 40 to 50 kids on a Sunday morning. Now, putting all that together, 125 each service, whatever that looks How like. How many of them were the same kids? There was a handful, but the thing that was different about our youth group was a lot of the kids on Sunday mornings, and this is why I'm kind of an advocate of not doing Sunday morning services, is because it was just those kids that their parents just dragged them to church. Yeah. And it just like, it, we were a babysitting service, and so, but that that's a whole other podcast for a whole other time. But when you broke everything down and, and we looked at it every week, we had 32 cents to spend on a student. Hmm. Every service was 32 cents. And now when you put that into perspective, that's not a lot of money. But what having a, a cut budget was really kind of beneficial for us was there was three big things that we were able to do. Yeah. One was we were able to think creatively because if you have with a small budget, you have to think creative. You got to make these things happen. One of my favorite um, stories that we have in youth ministry is how we birthed this idea of shopping cart races. <laughs> if you want a good game to play at youth group, do shopping cart races. Have you ever played shopping cart races, Elliot? I haven't. I've seen uh, some people outside of like Walmart. I think that <laughs> they were playing that or no? No, it's a different thing. Different, different thing. <laughs> um, long story short, we wanted to do this kind of racing game for one of our big events of the year. Didn't have money for it, obviously. So what we did was I had a truck. 
and I drove around the Norco area, and there's a lot of shopping carts. Stealing carses. shopping carts? <laughs> and took two shopping carts that were not in the, um, the parking lot area. It was far away from that store, so I didn't want to be like, I'm stealing these even though I just borrowed them. Threw them in my truck. A, kid, a friend of ours that was one of our leaders was really into BMX, had helmets, and we made shopping cart races. And that is still to this day one of the favorite games that these students enjoy playing. <laughs> Dude, I love how the, this whole like segment is like, you know, your budget being cut is a blessing. You got to be creative. And like your first like actual practical advice is go steal shopping. It's <laughs> <car>. like, <laughs> listen, dude, you can do it. Just don't be afraid to steal first and foremost. Dude, hey, you got to You're stealing for the Lord. Um, but no, like legit. That yeah, you we were able creative. to sit back. We were able to get creative with that. Another thing with a small budget is, in my opinion, it makes your team closer together because you have to rely on your team a lot more. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's those moments where you have to ask a little bit more of your leadership team to be able to come in and help out and have those things. And the last thing that I think of when it comes to a small budget, you get to refocus your ministry. And I think because a lot of times in youth ministry, we are so eager to say yes to everything that we say yes to things that don't align with what we're doing in youth ministry. Um, and so it's just a time to be able to refocus in these areas. And so, yeah. And, and like a budget doesn't make or break your ministry. Exactly. Uh, like, especially this generation, they're so drawn to community more than anything else, like authentic community more than anything else. Budgets help, events help, gifts help. All that stuff is great um, when used for the greater purpose. But exactly. like all, my full tenure as a youth pastor, I never once asked my budget. Uh, you just spent. No, no, no. I just I didn't spend because I didn't think I had it. I'd spend at the end of the year because uh, I would be told, hey, you have money to spend. I'd be like, mm. cool, I'll spend it. Like one year, our big Christmas giveaway for like the person who brought the most guests was tickets to a Rams game. Dang. Because I hadn't spent budget all year, and they're yeah. like, hey, you have some budget. And I'm like, cool. Because I was really, I don't know, like, I'm not a money numbers guy. There's no wisdom in what I did, so don't use it as a model. <laughs> but uh, I'm focused on budgets now. But um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you have to. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care then. And uh, But like you said, we'd just be creative. And I remember, like, we did bigger things before i realized what our budget was mm. like we did a um halloween party and the leaders came and and again they leaders were going and and getting yeah. materials yeah. from uh, you know uh, party city and dollar tree and and just out of like their the love for the students they wanted to do something with such excellence like we transformed the room there was this like puppet house that in the room we we got rid of it but it it like we had to use the kids it was the multi-purpose room but it was mm -hmm. the kids room so it looked like a beach like it was very thematic, I remember that. thematic yeah. Yeah. and it was awful um but we would do everything we could to transform it and so we like completely transformed it without using like a ton of budget like leaders stepped in and mm -hmm. um and all that type of stuff so i would just say the biggest th reason we bring this up isn't to be like, we have all the answers, 100%. but you're not alone. If yeah. you are a youth pastor who is having their budget cut, this is um, not unique to just your church. This yes. is something the church is going through. I get to go to a lot of different churches and um, there's just similar situations happening. So first of all, don't feel like a failure. Don't feel let down. Yeah. And just know like it, you're going to make it through this. If you need, I think Charlie gave some really great practical advice. Go steal as much as you can. <laughs> um, 
whatever but like we're gonna make it through this it's gonna be amazing and i really do think this is gonna be one of the best years yet in yeah. youth ministry 100 percent. i think that's also where planning out your calendar is gonna help a lot is yeah yeah you start to see like oh we can't do as much here so we'll save our budget for a big giveaway on yes. this night yeah yeah you start to do organization and planning is your best friend when it comes to that type of stuff yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a big thing so um, hopefully that, that helped out. And also, if you guys have any other questions on the budget or anything like that, reach out to us. We'd love to kind of help you with that. Again, we don't have all the answers. Um, I don't have really any answers, but oh. Elliot does. So reach yeah. out to Elliot. Most of them. All right. Well, <laughs> we love you guys. Gary, anything you'd like to say? No? All right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Everyone that's listening right now is like, what What does that even mean? But, hey, before we do leave Elliot. Yes. Um. You want me to pray for you? Please, I need it. Um, no. Um, is there any words of wisdom you'd like to share with anyone as they start the new year? What do you mean? What any, does that mean? Any words of wisdom? Like a, Anything. I don't know. Ministry, life, something funny. I was expecting you to have something funny to say. Listen, I'm not a show pony, okay? <laughs> here's, here's what your tagline should be, though, for this year. They tried to write me off, but I didn't write back in the amazing words of Geno Smith. That was a great Who at line. this point in the season is probably going to the Super Bowl. No, I'm just whoa, kidding. Whoa, that's that's a bold statement. I just want to make statements right now, January 14th or December 14th <laughs> for January 3rd yeah. and see which ones are right, see which ones are wrong. Yeah, so this is like we're writing in history. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm about it. I'm about the it. The main one that is basically a shoe in JJ doesn't make it past the first <laughs> round of fantasy. JJ, as much as Elliot talks bad about you, we all love you. I love him a lot. We're literally going to drive out to Fresno to record a podcast with you and then just hang out on a youth night. So, yeah. That's love right there to go out mm. to Fresno. Uh, but yeah, other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed this. It was like I said, this is a little bit of a different kind of a podcast, but hey, we're switching it up, you know? It's the new year, new me. You can't just define us. Come on, somebody. Uh, but other than that, guys, we love you, and we will catch you on the next one.